direct from the ACU of Texas studio, this is League City Live with Erin Webb, with her eye on the economic development of one of the fastest growing cities in the nation. Fastest growing city. League City Live. It's time to visit with some of League City's most respected business professionals. Now, here's your host, Erin Webb. Hi, welcome to League City Live. I'm Erin Webb. I'm the Communications and Media Director for the League City Regional Chamber of Commerce, and I am so pumped about the three people I have in studio with me today. First, he's back from Japan and full of stories to tell us. The one and only Chuck Cuevas, my good friend, sponsor of League City Live and owner of Chuck Sports Bar and Memorabilia. Joining Chuck is Pam Reed and Joni Robertson of Devro Advanced Behavioral Health. Uh, Devro was one of the recipients of Chuck's Celebrity Bartender Nights and most recently received some contributions from the Salute to Heroes event held at South Shore Harbor Resort. So we're going to check in with them a little later and see how they are doing and see how um, others can still help with the devastation they had from Hurricane Harvey. We also always give our listeners the chance to submit questions when they find out who our guests are going to be for the week. So you both did receive some questions. So I hope y'all are ready for that a little bit later in the show. But first, Chuck, you're back. How was Japan? Why were you there? It was very far east. Uh, so <laughs> I'm really jet-lagged right now, but it was fantastic. It's, uh, it's always good to go and visit the uh, sailors that are that are over there that are under our charge. So you like sailors? Uh, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> well, how do I respond to that? But, uh, yeah, I mean, in our position, we, we, we do a lot of wellness checks on the on the, uh, the commands out there and how the missions are going and, and just make sure that the sailors are being taken care of. So that's what I do and uh, with my commanding officer. It's a fantastic trip. Uh, we were we got I got promoted while I was uh, away, so that was fantastic. And uh, you know, you got promoted. I got promoted, and uh, so now they reward good work with more work. Right? That's <laughs> usually the way it works, right, ladies? That works. I know that when you were on last time, you ha- you were full of stories for us. I know you have to have you know what what happened in Japan. Anything good? Well, there's always a good story, uh, but uh, I could tell you one of the times when I was uh, doing uh, uh, one of my itineraries, we did a lot of traveling by train, and uh, we we did the bullet train from the southern part of uh, Japan, and um, they go through uh, uh, Hiroshima. And so what they usually do with this train is they'll stop and uh, for a few minutes it's not that they give you a tour, but they kind of give you a little bit of an idea where you are. You know, they, they understand that a lot of tourists go through the bullet train. And uh, it's really uh, it's really interesting when you when you when I got there. I've been to Hiroshima before and went on the tours regarding the uh, uh, World War Two and, and the, the drop of the uh, of the bomb of the atom bomb. And uh, every time you walk out there, you feel what these people may have gone through. So it was really a really emotional time because uh, I noticed that a lot of the, the nationals that were there. They're in their 70s and 80s right now. And so when you get off on the platform, you see them come on the train, you have to understand that a lot of the Japanese uh, people, they, they don't move. They, they, they stay in their hometown. It's a very traditional family. And so it really makes me uh, think and appreciate a lot of things we have here because when they're getting on the, on the train, you look at them and you just know that they went through a hard time. So it was one of those situations where you appreciate everything and, and you understand that you're there to support your your host nation however there's a lot of history both bad and good and that's one of those things that uh, whenever i go back i always remember you know we're there for for supportive uh, reasoning um but also got to understand that there's a lot of people that are there that don't understand the things that happen with what we do as, as a government and military so mm-hmm. 
Uh, that was a, a very uh, an enlightening moment uh, on the on the trip. I have actually never left the United States. I want to go to <laughs> Ireland. Are you going to Ireland anytime soon? Who me? Yes, you. Ireland? Uh, no, I've been to Ireland, but England. No, a little closer, but uh, you know, <laughs> it, uh, no, it's uh, one of those bucket trips. Though you know, he's got to go to Ireland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, kiss the bloody stone. <laughs> <laughs> You need to go do some beer research, ah, right? Put on my put on put on my, and I could be your pad. assistant. Yes, business related. So let's get to your question. John Ennis, who runs the Scene Magazine, wants to know what is your most prized piece of sports memorabilia. A lot of people don't know Chuck's is a sports bar, but he also sells sports memorabilia there. You're a sports nut. So what is yes. your most prized piece of sports memorabilia? Oh. Uh, well, I've, I've been doing this since 1998, and that's that's a very hard question to answer. I will say, I'll tell you what, um, there's a lot of favorite pieces that I've owned uh, or that I have. I'll tell you one that I have that meant a lot to me, uh, a Muhammad Ali autographed uh, glove, okay? And it's not that it's a, a specific um, or hard item to get. You know, he's passed away recently. Um, but uh, the way I, I did obtain it was pretty special. What happened uh, in this situation, we had a signing with Muhammad Ali. And uh, when you do this business, you meet a lot of famous people. Some are fun to be with. Some are just methodical with the business. But uh, this one time we were doing a signing, and his park is pretty advanced. So when we had the signing, we had to take a lot of breaks for him to get some rest when he was signing these uh, items. So um, in between uh, signings, uh, he disappeared for a little while longer than usual. So I was asked to go find him. So I'm walking through the, uh, the Houston. We, we were at the, um, like the Marriott downtown Houston area. Galleria, and uh, there's a lot of conference rooms, and I couldn't find him. I was going to conference room, conference room, conference room, to look for him. And uh, I went to the last conference room, and way in the corner, there was a, a gentleman eating, having lunch or, or breakfast or something in the corner of one of these rooms, and it was Muhammad Ali. So then I'll, I'll walk up to him, and I said, um, hey, Mr. Ali, uh, are you ready to get back to the signing? And he looked at me, eating his cornflakes really slowly. He goes, why don't you sit down and have some cornflakes? <laughs> And I said, uh, excuse me, Mr. Ali, no, don't call me Mr. Ali, Muhammad. Sit down, have some cornflakes, have some cornflakes. So he got his, yeah, he got the money straight to get another bowl. And I sat there and had cornflakes, Muhammad Ali, I had a breakfast with him. Yeah, and, and we, we talked. I don't remember what we talked about. I really don't because it was just amazing to have the opportunity to sit there with his, with his icon. And, wow. um, that's priceless. And he autographed a piece for me, and that's why it's very special to me. That just kind of goes to show what kind of person he was, though. Yeah, exactly. He's very, yeah. (laughs) He's very, uh, you know, he he was converted into into Islam, and Islam was his life. And one of the reasons why he didn't join the military and serve, because he's very into the humanitarian uh, aspect of of life in general. And so that's the kind of person he was. Didn't even know me from from Adam and just decided to, <laughs> hey, let's have a, some cornflakes and That's just hang amazing. out. That's yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. So earlier when I was, we were going over stories, because you're such a good storyteller, you were mentioning something about a prior Astro that maybe hit on your girlfriend. When did that happen? What is this? <clears throat> the, <laughs> okay, so this was about uh, 2004, 2005 timeframe, and my girlfriend actually was renting out condominiums near the River Oaks area, and she actually rented one to a pretty famous uh, player. And uh, they his name. <laughs> yeah. We want names. You want names. We want names. Well, it was. Uh, I can't. He's current. He's really close here. I'll I'll leave him out of it because he's he still does a lot of work, but uh, around here. Anyway, so his wife and my girlfriend at the time became good friends. 
So uh, it wasn't too, too uncommon for me to hang out with them a little bit. And one night she was closing up. She says, hey, I'm going downtown to a bar. And um, I was invited. We're invited to go hang out with so-and-so. And, -so, and uh, why don't we go ahead and I'll meet you up there. I said, fine. I got off work. I was driving down there and I get a phone call. Hey, Chuck, where are you at? And I said, this is my girlfriend. Her name was Paula. I said, oh, I'm on the way, Paula. I'll be there in a little bit. She says, you need to get here. This is guy's hitting on me at the bar and it's really making me feel uncomfortable. And I said, well, damn it. I said, I'm not going to let that happen. I'll, I'll be there as soon as I can, right? And I'm getting all kind of huffy puffy and everything like that. So I get up to the, uh, the bar. I went in and just valeted, even though it costs like 50 bucks. So I want to get in there as quick as I can. It. You know what I mean? So I go down into the bar and I see her at the bar. She's sitting there and she's just nodding her head, nodding her head, nodding her head. And then I walk up. And then she's not very good or much into sports, right? She, she knows this other person that he played for the Astros, but she didn't know anybody else. So then I'm like, uh, hey, uh, hey, Paula, how you doing, baby? How you doing? You know, just doing it. She's well, I'm doing good, uh, Chuck. Um, this is Jeff. Turns around. Jeff now Bagwell. Now we know who it is. <laughs> ah, I was going to say. <laughs> now we Jeff know. Bagwell. Thanks, So Chuck. then I'm like, Whoa. Hey, and we kind of know each other because of we do the autograph signs. And so then, uh, you know, that, that, was, that was about it. And we just kind of exchanged pleasantries and uh, he moved on and there I was. Uh, <laughs> but that part, so. If I was Paula, I probably would have been like, Chuck, I'm sick. Don't, don't come up here. <laughs> it's not you, it's whoa, me. Whoa, whoa. Are you saying that you'd rather have Jeff Aaron. or this? Oh, I don't know. That's hard. See? I love the Chuck I, I hope they got right. that on camera. <laughs> oh, you mean this? This. Yeah, I got it. I love, we should just name this segment Storytime with Chuck. Yes. Because he, he does have the best stories. Um, earlier, also, you mentioned something, a, a new fundraising event you're going to be doing for Marines. I know you're in the Navy. Oh, that's right. And, and you love um, our military. So Okay, so at the end of the month, we're, we're having a fundraiser at uh, Top Golf. Uh, it's going to be a memorabilia auction that we're supplying uh, thousands of dollars worth of memorabilia to raise for this. Uh, it's Macklemore. Uh, Marines um, detachment out of Houston. Uh, we did the fundraiser last year in January, and this year they did it for the spring, so it's going to be a bigger uh, fundraiser event. And I believe it's going to be uh, May 17th through the 19th. Okay. So it's next weekend. Yeah, and, that's coming uh, up. Will yeah. there be Marines there? Uh, there will be plenty of Marines. <laughs> okay. Older Marines and young Marines both. Okay. Active and I'll be retired. There. I, I, I figured, I thought you liked sailors. I, I'm not picky. She doesn't discriminate. Well, well, well. <laughs> Well, I like I, a man I'm, in uniform. Police, fireman, military, milkman. It's okay. <laughs> milkman. <laughs> Just kidding. I've been working on this one for about three or four months now, and it's going to be a good fundraiser. It's, they're really excited because they did a great job last year with promoting it. All they do is provide it. You know, it's real easy, and they're excited. So I'm all about, of course, help, helping out with our military members as I'm still in the military. Well, I'm excited. You also mentioned that you're, gonna, you're going to do a special happy hour on Fridays for chamber members, city employees, and military. That's Tell correct. Tell us about yeah. that. So, yeah, we're going to start on Friday, every Friday. And, of course, if you know the owner, <laughs> I could take care of y'all ladies, too. They're oh, chamber members. We're, we're there. Oh, that's right. We okay, are. so anyway, so chamber members and All my guests are chamber members. And that's right. That's right. Um, uh, forgive me, remember I'm, I'm Forrest Gump. <laughs> I'm not a smart man, but I know what love is. So anyway, so on Fridays from now on, uh, from 4 to 8 o'clock, half off on everything on the menu and for drinks for all the chamber and uh, military and city employees. 
Uh, so come and see us on Fridays. Oh, we'll get to that's see some great. of our fellow city employees that we love so much. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's what we're looking forward to. Chuck Cuevas, owner of Chuck Sports Bar Memorabilia. Great friend of mine and sponsor of League City Live. And uh, we'll be right back. He's not going anywhere. But when we get back, we're going to talk to Joni and Pam from Devereaux Advanced Behavioral Health on what's going on there and what they still need help with after the devastation they received from Hurricane Harvey. So that's next when we come back on League City Live. Connect with Aaron, learn more about the show, or contact us to be a guest. Go to VinylDraftRadio.com. League City Live with Aaron Webb is next. All right, welcome back to League City Live. Again, I'm Aaron Webb, your Communications and Media Director for the League City Regional Chamber of Commerce. And back with me is still Chuck Cuevas. And then we also have Pam Reed and Joni Robertson of Devereaux Advanced Behavioral Health. And first of all, um, thank you all so much for coming on. Devereaux is, I, I love Devereaux. I've loved it since the day I came for y'all's ribbon cutting for the new park. And I got to meet some of the kids. And that's what sold me on it because, you know, I had met a lot of people that work there and I loved the organization and loved what y'all do, but then meeting the kids and actually hearing their testimonials mm-hmm. and what they've experienced so far is what sold me. So if you would, uh, Pam, just tell everybody what Devereaux is, what you do and the concept and everything. Devereaux is uh, the, one of the largest and oldest providers of behavioral health care in the entire country. We have programs all over the country and in Texas, we have a program in League City and in Victoria. We provide all kinds of supports um, for children and adolescents with emotional and behavioral challenges. So in League City, we have a residential campus where our our kids stay with us 24 hours a day and receive treatment for a wide variety of issues, but by therapists and physicians and direct care staff and teachers. We have our own school on the campus. And in Victoria, we have another program where we serve children, small children, and adults who live on our campus who suffer from intellectual and developmental disabilities and adults who live in the community in group homes that we provide supervision for them while they're living in their own homes. So three or four adults will be in a home living and we're there providing supervision of various things. We take care of them medically. We fix their dinner. We take them to the doctor. All those things that a family would do. That's incredible. And I know a lot of people don't realize that they live there. They go to school there. And what I think is really special, and I learned this from talking to a lot of the, the kids that go there, is you prepare them for life. You don't just bring them in and say, okay, we're going to get you better now, 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 now. No, you help them get jobs. You prepare them with life skills that they need. And um, I think that's incredible. And I want people to understand that you're Mm -hmm. preparing these people to go back out into the world and and be successful. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so important. The one particular um, young man that we met at the, we did a check presentation with Alero. Mm -hmm. Yes. And he worked at South Shore Harbor Resort. Yes. He was so neat, and he was so enthusiastic, and that's just, I wish people could just see that and know this is what we're all about. This mm-hmm. is what we this is what we do. He's a great example. You talked about how the, the kids are what really can really um, helped you understand what we do and really got you hooked in. It sealed the deal. He's a good example of, of why we, we feel the way we do. He's a he's just a great ambassador for mm-hmm. Devereaux. And, and you talked about long-term focus. We're not about, you know, intensity, immediacy. We're about a long-term solution. These issues and problems and challenges have happened over sometimes an entire lifetime. So it's not going to, we're not going to fix them in a matter of days. Right. Um, we're going to need some time and uh, the appropriate treatment modalities and people 
and relationships with these kids to get them from one point to the next. But our goal is not just to provide the basics. Yeah. Our goal is to have them progress in school, um, get a job, learn to be, learn to give back to the community. So we have a much longer term focus than, than what people might know. I go to South Shore Harbor Resort all the time with the chamber for events and stuff like that. And I actually saw him and I was so excited. <laughs> he was looking. <laughs> he was probably looking I was really surprised he didn't come out and shake your hand and introduce he, himself. But he still had the same enthousi- enthusiasm. Yeah. And I did, you know, say I, I yeah. met you and he was just, he was absolutely wonderful. Yes. Okay. So let's rewind to several months ago. Harvey mm-hmm. hit. Mm-hmm. Walk us through it. What happened? What were, what was that day like in the days following? It was devastating. So you can imagine children who already have experienced a lot of trauma in their lives, having another layer of trauma kind of put upon them. It's difficult. It was difficult for us, much less kids with a lot of emotional and behavioral issues that they're dealing with. And it happened overnight. Mm -hmm. So you can imagine we couldn't see what was going on. We couldn't see the water rising on our campus there in League City. So we were we were really um, waiting for a little bit of daybreak to even get an idea of how bad the flooding was. Unfortunately, by the time daybreak happened, we were already getting water in our buildings. So the kids were there seeing this, um, and it, it caused a lot of fear um, and just a lot of uncertainty and in those kind of situations kids don't thrive in uncertainty kids need structure predictability (laughs) information and it was very difficult for us to get it to them because one it was the middle of the night and we couldn't all get there so there were a few of us who could get there and thank god for the league city police department because they came and rescued the kids and the staff in the early morning hours and got them off the campus. The kids did walk through waist-deep water to the front of the campus where there were two um, giant trucks that had been brought by the League City Police Department to transport the kids through the water onto safer ground, wow. higher ground, I should say. We love our LCPD. Yes, yes we do. We do. Like them <laughs> yes, we do. So. so what happened then is we had to figure out, um, none of us were anticipating such devastation. And we knew by this point that the buildings had, we thought, between two and three feet of water in them. We were right. All the buildings on the campus flooded except for two. And we have 10 buildings, wow. 150,000 square feet of, of buildings. The creek is right behind the facility. So it wasn't just uh, stormwater. It was creek water. And then, of course, unfortunately, the sewers backed up. And that caused devast- another level of devastation and cleanup later on. So once we got the kids to higher ground, we were able about 36 hours later, after the help of of several wonderful community members bringing us food and pizza and all kinds of South Shore Harbor, Roy Green brought us food, Angelo um, from Angelo's Pizza brought us pizza. There was all kinds of community support for us, which we were forever thankful for. We were able to get the kids to a camp, which was our plan, outside of Waco, Texas. And the camp is um, called Latham Springs. So we were able to get all the kids there and then immediately start giving them the basics. So dry clothes, getting their medications, getting them the things that would make them feel comfortable, pillows, sheets, things like that. Very, very basic. And then get them that first or second hot meal in them, which really helped. Yeah. And then after, and the staff too, the staff, uh, many of our staff were stranded and were with us at the same time. Um, so we were, we kind of took, all took care of each other and the kids. That's so important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you definitely have a community that that loves you. I'd like to think I'm your favorite, but I know that there, I know that there's we Chuck. like you. <laughs> I know there's people like Chuck and and Roy Green and and those mm-hmm. wonderful people at South Shore Harbor Resort. So 
talk to me about your needs. I know that a lot of fundraising efforts have been put into place. We talked about the celebrity bartender night at mm-hmm. Chuck's mm-hmm. Sports Bar. Um, salute to heroes. Tell us about that event. That was just two weeks ago, and I, I know it was amazing. So how did y'all uh, fare in that event? And what are these funds raised? What are they going towards? Well, first of all, um, it was such an honor to be um, associated at all with that event and be the beneficiary of of some of the proceeds. To work alongside um, League City PD, EMS, FIRE, the multiple branches of the military that were represented there was such a huge honor for us. And it's a great message to the kids and the families that we work with and our staff, too. We definitely feel the support, and we're very appreciative of it. It was a very emotional night. I didn't really expect that, but it was, you know, it's also a lot of fun, too. And there was a lot of, uh, there was a band, uh, the, the Bellamy, Bellamy Brothers. Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> and I remembered a lot of those songs from my childhood. I so. did, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it was, it was a lot of fun. The mayor was there. Of course, police chief um, Ratcliffe was there. Lots of our state senators were there, judges. There was a lot of support for first responders and for Devereaux. So it was, it was very emotional and very meaningful to us. And as far as um, what we raised and, and uh, what we're going to use it for, we had a big gap between what our insurance covered and what the cost, what it cost Devereaux to rebuild. And so we are trying desperately to raise operational funds to close that gap. Uh, it was a million and a half dollars. And we have been the recipients of um, some fundraised dollars since the hurricane, but we haven't closed that gap. So we're, we're still in pursuit of that. We needed all new books for our school. We needed new desks for our kids. We needed everything from the floor to the ceiling, practically, mm. in all of our buildings. But the losses in our school were significant. The losses on our units where the, where the kids live were significant. The devastation that water causes is really hard to describe unless you've actually been through it. But it nothing is really salvageable after water is hit, and especially when it's black water. Mm-hmm. Um, you pretty much have to get rid of it, and that's what happened to us. So the whole campus was completely cleared. The kids lost their things. Mm-hmm. The staff lost their things. So that was really hard, too. So we're trying very hard to to raise money to try to, to close that gap and move forward and, and be able to provide the kind of programs that, that we always have. And we're doing it uh, one day at a time. So if someone wanted to help, how would they go about doing that? Well, they can go to our website, um, DevereauxTexas.org. There is a way that you can you can volunteer. You can, um, If you want to give money to Devereaux, you could do that there. You can donate. Um, you could call us. You could call Joni. Um, we can give the phone number um, for that's one eight hundred three eight three five thousand. You can call that number toll free and talk to us. Whatever ideas you have um, to help us, we're open to listen to. We wanna we wanna hear what you have to say and so uh, welcome can, you. So people can donate money, or they can call you with fundraising ideas mm-hmm. to help. Sure, I love absolutely. It. That's donate wonderful. time. Donate time is another. We have a lot of support from the community right now. Uh-oh. What are some of your programs? I know that you do have volunteer programs where people can come and, and work with you guys and the uh-huh. kids. So what are some of those? Well, recently we had a group come out and um, rebuild the dock, a walkway to our dock for us, which is a very big deal. It actually lifted and floated down uh, the creek during the storm. Now, it was rescued down at Walter Hall Park <laughs> about three or four weeks after the storm. Um, it was brought back. So we got that back. And now recently we had a, a dock built um, going from the street not a dock, but like a walkway, mm-hmm. going from the street to the dock, which helps us get, because it's real marshy back there, helps us get from the street to the to the dock, the kids to get there without getting all muddy. Wow. 
It was really wonderful. So that's something that happened recently. They also painted a bunch of fences on the campus. Um, the wind and the water do terrible things mm-hmm. to wood. So we had a lot of work to do there. They helped us with that. And then we have another group that's coming out. Well, American National Insurance is the group that came out and helped us with the walkway and did the yeah. painting. So big yeah, we thank should mention to them. them. <laughs> yeah, I want to I thank yeah. them. But yeah, we have several huge, I mean, volunteer projects, group projects, individual projects. You can come out and work with our Friends of Devereaux, which is a community of volunteers that come out and do special projects for our kids. They do birthday bash once a month for them because these kids have never had a birthday. And so they provided them a birthday cake, a birthday present. And it's, it's not a huge birthday present, but any little thing. I mean, they, they, they just love a big, huge celebration. Yeah, I can imagine if they've never had a birthday party yeah. just to be celebrated. Yeah, so they play games and, you know, we sing happy birthday. And they just light up because they've never had that opportunity. So this is this is their home away from home. And our friends of Deborah make them feel that. And it's a wonderful group. So we have that, those opportunities. You know, we have several, you know, the community has wrapped their arms around us. Like Chuck's sports bar, his celebrity night, that was fantastic. We also have one coming up this Saturday with Advantage uh, Mini of Clear Lake. They're doing an all-you-can-eat crawfish and shrimp boil for $10. Ooh. And those proceeds come, yeah, proceeds come back and benefit Devereaux, and it's from 11 to 4. So we have several of those small. If you have a business and are able to do that, you know, we welcome that. Um, if you'd like to learn more about Devereaux, we welcome you to come out and give a tour, and I can review all of this again with you because we do so much, and we're in so much need. We do. We have a, an amazing community. I mean, look at the four of us, how we met, and we all just love this community and work together. And I think it's just so special what we all share here. Really so thank you so much for sharing about Devereaux and your needs. And hopefully we can continue getting you some 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 fundraising um, so that we can rebuild and get these kids back on track. Do I have time to mention one more thing? Sure. Um, We are doing, this is Mental Health Awareness Month, May is. So we are doing an appeal and a goal to raise $10,000 for the month of May. And it's very simple as a dollar during the month of May, 31 days, is if we can get uh, 322 people to donate $31, we would reach our $10,000 goal for the month of May. You just need $31 per person. $31 per person, and we need 322 people to reach our goal. And they'll help us raise. I'll pledge 31. (laughs) And you can find that on our website, um, as Pam mentioned, devrotexas.org. Um, and it's TX. You don't have to spell out Texas. Um, you can find us there. Amazing. So when we come back, I want to talk to the three of y'all about any upcoming events that you have, fundraising events. Chuck, any upcoming events you have. And then we're going to talk more about what's going on at the Chamber and any um, all the great League City events we have coming up. So that is when we come back on League City Live. Connect and interact on Facebook. Final Draft Radio. More League City Live with Aaron Webb next. Welcome back to League City Live. I am Aaron Webb, your communications and media director for the League City Regional Chamber of Commerce. And back with me, of course, is Chuck Cuevas, Joni, and Pam. And um, let's just jump right in. Chuck, what is coming up at Chuck's? What do we have to look forward to? Let's have some fun. What's going on? Well, uh, like we mentioned before, we do have a couple of uh, bartending events, fundraising events this week. Coming up on Thursday with uh, Kimberly Harding and her group. And uh, for the Texas Sentinels Association. So those are the two events that are coming up uh, this month and this week. Uh, we also have Chuck's second uh, birthday coming up here in June. 
congratulations. Already, yeah. Oh Second gosh. birthday already. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> what are we doing for your birthday? I, you know, I don't know anybody out there with ideas. Karaoke. Karaoke. Oh, you know what? That's funny you mentioned about karaoke, by the way, because we have to. What happened? Well, we're not going to talk about what happened, but what we're going to do is, <laughs> is that, you know what? I'm going to do it myself. So we're going to probably uh, come up here in a few weeks and uh, uh, we'll do our karaoke. We'll, we'll ramp it back up here at the end of the month. Okay, good. Because so, I've yeah. missed it. And I, I know, know the people have missed me singing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel bad for that's them. That's what they say. Who's there? Everybody. <laughs> they're like, Everybody. When, people, when are you coming back up? Um, last time me and my friend Christine were there, we rocked. All right. Well, hey, well, well, let's uh, embarrass ourselves right now and sing a song for us. How about Greece? Don't you sing Greece? <laughs> yes, I am. I'm not going to do that because no. I need some background music. You do to make me sound <laughs> better. Well, okay, well that's that's what karaoke is all about. You know, you don't have to sing good. You just got to go out there and have some courage. Have but you yeah. all ever sang karaoke, Joni and Pam? Yeah, yes. yeah, but you don't want to hear it. It's not good. Yeah. What do y'all sing? You don't what do y'all sing? What do y'all sing? Oh, what do y'all sing? I, I don't have like a song. I don't have a song either. Shania Twain. Oh, I love there Shania you go. Twain. Yeah. What's her song that Which I love? One? Man, um, I feel like, I like that a woman. woman. That's, that's a, that one's a good That's that my one. favorite one, too. <laughs> the sailor in me just came out. Hold your jokes. Hold your jokes. But, uh, yeah, those, those are the, those are the uh, three events. And then uh, we'll probably do some for 4th of July as well. So, um, But uh, we're getting karaoke back here pretty soon, too. Are we ever going to have live music on the patio? That's a good question. I get that asked a lot. And... Uh, it's it's tricky, and um, I think the uh, the opportunity there is on the patio. It's a small window of time for good weather, mm. and so and another thing is our parking issues. Mm. And uh, truth be told, I've had many bands come in. I got a little funny story about that. I had a one band I had uh, was a uh, I think like six members. So you had two singers and uh, five, one, well, four, five, maybe even six players. Okay, that's fine, right? You can have as many. As you, we have a big patio. So the day of the event, you know, they cost a lot of money. So, <laughs> and uh, kind of so, like Elvis. Uh, oh, were you singing or? Yeah, well, no, I was just, I, I was, just felt that you know, my, somebody was just throwing money in the air. Uh, anyway, so they, they came, they came up there, and uh, so they started getting ready. Okay, no problem. They brought in a trailer and brought their stuff out. They all parked. They took up the whole parking lot. So they took the whole parking lot up. So I'm like, I'm sort of just really having an anxiety attack. attack. It was like, it wasn't even a panic attack. It was Mm -hmm. like, you know, I I was really having a stressful moment. And I was like, "Uh, so we're going to move y'all's vehicles for the guests. And like, oh, well, uh, we didn't think about that. And I said, well, that makes two of us. So, (laughs) so, uh, but uh, yeah, there's always a challenge with that part of it. So. Uh, I think, to be honest with you, I think what we're going to do is if we do anything whatsoever, it'll be inside. We've had a couple of live acts recently inside uh, of Chuck's, but uh, the musicians say the same thing, though. They don't want to play outside a lot of times. It's pretty hot unless you have a good mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, cover or something like that. So there's a lot more into it. Um, maybe the fall. Yeah. I, maybe the fall. Uh, but like I said, we'll, we'll look into that. But uh it's a, it, the, the parking's always been a challenge. I gotta, that's my main thing is to work on the parking. I think uh, Ryan Smith from the city and I have a plan. I just got to make sure that I get a hold of him to execute it. I've been out of town. He's been out of town. I finally saw him for the first time in like two months at the festival. I know. Of course, I know. he was busy like getting bee, getting rid of bees or something. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. But uh, those are the events that are coming up. So if someone wanted to follow you or learn more about Chuck's and what's coming up, where do they need to go? Just go to Facebook and uh, you'll put in uh, Chuck's Sports Bar memorabilia. It's real easy. Mm-hmm. Not a big Twitter or uh, 
instant gram Facebook guy. is where the old people go, so yeah. we're good. Just stick to <laughs> yeah. Facebook. Yeah. What are you trying to say? I noticed you put me as a baby boomer on this thing coming up. Excuse me. We'll talk about that in a minute, okay? No, no let's talk about it right now. No. Because I'm going to forget because I'm old. I, ha- oh, I know, but I have it on the list. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Go to Facebook and follow Chuck. He is a sponsor of the show. He's a friend of mine, and I just love him to death. So thank you for sharing that. Uh-huh. Joni, Pam, <laughs> what kind of events do you guys have coming up? Oh, we have three annual events, and our next one that's coming up is the Y'all Catch the Spirit of Devereaux. It's on August 9th. It's going to be at Opus Ocean Grill there in Watergate. We're taking over the whole upstairs. It's a three-course meal. There's going to be a live auction and silent auction, all to benefit, of course, Devereaux and and the residential um, kids there. Um, We're going to have a live band. LC Roots is going to be there playing. So it's going to be a fantastic night. Um, The tickets are only $75 for all of that. Not not bad at all. And... um, a lot of different sponsorship levels. So if anybody out there wants to sponsor the event, we would. Do, in that restaurant do you have any so sport, Do you have any sports memorabilia for auction? We do not, Chuck. But hmm. <laughs> I think I might know somebody See, to talk to about an area that. Area of opportunity. I like it. We're connecting. <laughs> that's, that's what it's that's, all about. Yep. Yeah, you go right there. All right. Yeah. What else do you have coming? We out? have uh, Divots for Devereaux Golf Classic. That's in October. Um, it's going to be October eighth this year at Bay Oaks Country Club. Um, so we're just starting to get the word out about that. And then we have the Savor the Hope Gala that's in April. It's going to be on April 7th, and that's downtown Houston at Hotel Zaza. Thank you all so much. And where can people go to learn more about your events? They can go to our um, Facebook page, Devereaux, Texas, or to our website, which is DevereauxTX.org. And you, should we spell Devereaux? A lot of people yeah, want to put ahead. A in it. Please. It's D-E-V-E-R-E-U-X dot O-R-G. Yes. DevereauxTX.org. Yeah. Uh-huh. Thank you so much. Y'all are so wonderful, and we're not. Y'all aren't going anywhere because obviously, when I get to this generational event, y'all are going to have to chime in and help me out. One of the fastest growing cities in the nation. League City Live. I'm Aaron Webb. League City Live with Aaron Webb. Learn more at FinalDraftRadio.com. Okay, so here's what's coming up at the Chamber of Commerce. This Friday is our annual Athena Awards of the Bay Area Luncheon. We have 14 very deserving ladies who are up for this award, and we're going to find out the winner. This Friday, tickets are still available at LeakCityChamber.com if you want to come and see who's going to take home the award this year. Have you guys ever been in the past? I've been the last uh, couple of years, and this year we're actually Devereaux's a spotlight table. So whoever's out there can come visit us and learn more. You sure are. We are going to have a room full of spotlight tables, Mm -hmm. um, a champagne toast. It starts at 10 o'clock in the morning, which might be a little early for some people, but I'm okay with it. (laughs) (laughs) It's 5 o'clock somewhere, right? (laughs) So on Tuesday, May 15th, from 1130 a.m. to 1 p.m., we have our next complimentary Lunch and Learn at Perry Family YMCA. Our guest speaker this time will be Melissa Joseph, who owns Provisor. It's an HR company. And she will be discussing why company culture is every bit as important as a paycheck. Again, this is a complimentary event. It's open to both members and non-members. This event comes out of our business development committee, where we really try to put on two workshops each month that help business owners in some way, shape, or form, whether it's with marketing, finance, insurance, any kind of topic that you can think of. We try to do workshops on that. So if anybody has any ideas on an upcoming workshop they'd like to see, feel free to get in touch with us at the League City Regional Chamber of Commerce. 
All right. So here's what Chuck is talking about. All right. Get it out. (laughs) Last year, right after the hurricane, the Young Professionals Group had planned an event called the Generational Intelligence Workshop. And it's this topic that everybody's talking about. Millennials. How do we work with them? They're like... They're these gross little uh, vermins. You know, everybody hates millennials, right? I don't. I think we're amazing. But a lot. Of, so so what we did is we gathered a panel. We had um, Generation Z, which are those that are just coming out of high school. We had a representative from Generation Z, millennial, Generation X, and baby boomer. And what, what we did was we came up with about seven or eight different workplace scenarios that could happen maybe problematic and how each generation would handle them. And so we had the panel discussion and then the moderator was Dr. Glenn Friedman, who is amazing. And so we did this uh, workshop and it was so popular. Did any of y'all have the chance to come to that? No, I'm sorry. I missed that. No. Well, we're about to have another one next week. (laughs) So it was so popular. Actually, a lot of other organizations called and were like, can you help us Tell us how you did this. We want to put one on. So I've seen them popping up, which is amazing. I love that people are doing this. And what you saw from the panelists was a lot of humor. But then what I really loved was that baby boomers and Generation Z are so much alike. There's hope. So <laughs> so I, I'm telling you, it was bizarre. Their answers were almost identical. You know what I mean? Excellent. So I know. It was great. They're, That's because those are my kids. That's right. That's, That's right. right. That's what yeah, it is. We learned. <laughs> so the next one we're doing is next Wednesday, May 16th from 1130 a.m. to 1 p.m. at Hometown Heroes Park in League City. This time... We are going to have uh, the panelists that will discuss marketing techniques to the three different generations. They're going to discuss ways to market to their generational cohort, ways to market to other generations, and how to build a vibrant local small business environment. This is going to be so amazing. Chuck is a panelist. and. So wow, this time, well, hold on a second. Well, I'm, I'm getting hold there, on, Chuck. I'm getting there. I'm going to ask. You got one chance. You have one ch- Okay. We have three different generations this time, and he did not like the generation that I put him in. <laughs> so, <laughs> Why are you laughing? I don't understand Chuck. what his problem is. <laughs> I'm not a baby boomer. I think you are. You're probably, you're, you might be an ex or even. I'm an exer. Yeah. I'm an Xer. Well, yeah. for this, well, actually, event. actually, uh, did you look this up on Wikipedia? The, uh, the, the I may have varying definitions. <laughs> I may have googled it, and the internet's always right. So, well, we have a 22-year-old, 35, and if you want to disclose your age, you're more than welcome. Crickets. <laughs> So I'll be I'll be 50 in July. Okay, so regardless of what we label you, I think that's a really good mixture of generations, a a good age difference. Mm -hmm. So that is next Wednesday, the 16th. Are you nervous about? about, See, I already forgot. I'm a baby boomer. (laughs) I don't have a memory. Are you nervous about being up there and speaking on behalf? Oh no, not at all. Are you kidding me? I deal with Xers and all the way down in the Navy. Mm -hmm. So trust me, there is there there's hope. But there's also opportunities, what I call it. I don't call it 
was it uh, shortcomings I call opportunity? We have a huge opportunity here today. Okay. You know okay. what I mean? So, this, yeah, this, so trust me, it's no nervous there. I'm just nervous what they're going to ask. That's what it is. <laughs> well, you're going to find out in the I'm prep meeting this week. If y'all are interested in coming to that, again, it's next Wednesday, the 16th from 1130 to 1 at Hometown Heroes Park. Tickets are only $5 and you get lunch and you get to laugh and have a great time and, and learn about these different generations, which apparently we don't have a baby boomer. We have two X's and a millennial. <laughs> I'll do baby boomer. I'll bring my dentures. <laughs> Last but not least, on Tuesday, May 22nd, also my birthday, we have our annual Hurricane Preparedness Breakfast sponsored by oh. Texas New Mexico Power. This is going to be from 8 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. at the Johnny Arolfo Civic Center. We've got four experts coming to talk to us about the upcoming hurricane forecast, evacuation planning, and prepping your business. I can imagine y'all might want to come to this. Joni, Pam, maybe. I just maybe. can't believe it's already here again. It's, it's here. It's here. Uh, I have, oh, I have a question God. about that. It seems like you'll have it every year. The city holds something like that every year or has some type of promotional for that. Mm-hmm. Do you know if by any chance if they've made a change or actually modifications to that plan or workshop because of what happened last year with RV? The city does an event, and then we do an event. They do one, is it in front of Home Depot? They do it in the Home Depot parking Sounds lot right. on a Saturday, which is coming up. It might even be this Saturday. Go to LeagueCity.com to find out more about that event with the actual city of League City. This is done by the League City Regional Chamber that we do every year. I imagine, yes, it's going to be a little bit different this year because of the devastation we faced last year. But again, that is Tuesday, May 22nd and sponsored by Texas New Mexico Power. Pam, Joni, Chuck, our time is over. I appreciate you all so much for being here. I always have so much fun with you, and I hope you guys had fun, too. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank thanks you. for having us again. And thank you yes. for sponsoring my show, Chuck, Chuck Sports Bar and Memorabilia in League City on Main Street in the Historic District. Make sure you all go and visit him and tell him Aaron Webb sent you. You're not going to get anything free out of it, but just let him know I see you. That might get turned away. <laughs> that's it. Uh, we'll see you next week on League City Live. League City Live, a Final Draft Radio production. Learn more at finaldraftradio.com.